Hello and welcome to the podcast of the Prison Officers Association, the UK's largest professional union for prison, correctional and secure psychiatric workers with over 30,000 members. In this episode, Patrick Maguire from Thompson Solicitors, who works closely with the POA in Scotland, explains why any POA member with any legal issue whatsoever should think first of approaching the union's legal services provider. Patrick also shares with us the results of detailed market research on union legal services, which shows that trade union members in Scotland alone are losing £3 million a year in compensation in entirely avoidable legal fees. Finally, Assistant General Secretary Mick Pimlet tells us about some important developments in how members access the union's legal services. Patrick Maguire from Thompson Solicitors, you specialise in helping POA members north of the border in Scotland. I think it's just worth giving reminding listeners of the range of services that uh, Thompson's provide to PO members as part and parcel of their membership. Yeah, absolutely, and, uh, and thanks for inviting me to, to chat to you. We uh, in Thompson Scotland have been lucky enough and privileged enough to represent POA members in Scotland now for over five years, and it's an honour to do so. And I think it's very important that members recognise that the width and the depth of the legal services that are available to members, and that it's not just restricted to matters relating to employment. That's a very common misconception among POA members and indeed across trade union members generally that I uh, come across. Thompson solicitors, of course, are, you know, a trade union law firm. Uh, it's as simple as that. We're, we're not a law firm that act for trade unions as, as some firms do as part of a, a, you know, their overall package. We are a trade union law firm. So we are part of the trade union movement and we know the movement intimately. So when I talk about how members generally act and respond is because we are ingrained in the movement itself. And there is, as I said, a very common misconception among trade union members, POA members included, that trade union services are only there relating to employment matters. Nothing could be further for the truth. Trade union legal services are and should be viewed as a one-stop shop. And whenever a member of the POA have any legal matter, the first thing they should think is, can POA legal services help? And the answer will inevitably be yes. Sometimes that will be completely free and sometimes that will be at a significantly reduced rate. Uh, that is in relation to, for example, disputes of work. Yes, absolutely. It relates to accidents and claiming personal injury inside and outside work. But it also relates to matters completely unrelated uh, to that context. For example, free wills, reduced rate power of attorneys, executory work as it's called in Scotland, probate as you call it south of the border. As I said, it's a one-stop shop. If you have any legal matter at all, the first thing you should think is, can POA legal services help? And the answer is always yes. It's a shift in perception really, isn't it? Because I think you're right, most trade unions, POA members included will think legal services, that's just if I have an accident at work, if I'm assaulted at work, maybe it will spill over into uh, if my family has an accident away from work. But to think of Thompson's as the supermarket, if you like, the hypermarket of, of legal services, the en- the entry point is, is a key thing. And th- there are good reasons why people should take that view, not just because it's it's 
a trade union firm that understands trade union issues and trade trade union members. Just in in, in price terms, there's a, a competitive edge, isn't there? Uh, uh, absolutely. As you said, we're a trade union law firm, and that means that we effectively always have two clients. We have the individual client for whom we're acting on uh, in relation to an individual matter, but we also have the trade union that is instructing us to act on their behalf. And that means that there's a double check in terms of the quality of service, that we are absolutely committed to the individual client, but we are also absolutely conscious of the fact that if we don't provide a good service, that trade union that the, the, the individual client is a member of will not be happy and may take action. So if a member requires legal services and if they go through the POA legal services, that's why they're absolutely guaranteed the best and the highest level of standard of legal representation because of that dual client perspective that a lot of people don't recognise. But as you say also, that, that, that there is absolutely a value benefit to POA members that not only do they get the absolutely best legal representation for the legal for, for the reasons I've set out, that for the same reasons the POA rightly demand that our services are provided at the keenest and the best possible uh, prices. And that means that as many of those services as possible are free. So when we talk about personal injury, that means that members keep 100% of their damages, which stands in stark contrast to the position if they walk down the high street or go to a fat cat, no win, no fee lawyer, who will take 20% of their damages uh, as legal fees unnecessarily and immorally. That's never the case with the POA legal services. You keep 100% of your damages. But also for those areas where there has to be a fee, such as, as I said, powers of attorney, executory, conveyancing, those types of services are always provided at a significant discount. So the point is, if a POA member requires legal services, they get the best and they get the cheapest and often for free. So I, I suppose, given that that there is such an overwhelming advantage in, in kind of every conceivable way for POA members in using the legal services uh, that Thompson's partnered with the POA to provide, it must be first on the shopping list, as it were, of every POA member and indeed every trade unionist. But I understand you've conducted some market research recently, which paints a paints a sort of different picture. Yeah, I, I you know I, I completely agree. Uh, logically, you'd think that every trade union member, POA included who have any legal uh, issue would use their legal service, uh, but nothing could be further, sadly, from the truth. We uh, in Scotland, Thompson's uh, Scotland, uh, last year uh, during the pandemic uh, conducted some market research. We employed a a, a well-known market research company and they undertook market research among a range of trade union members to look at legal services to look at trade union members' perception of legal services, to find out if trade union members had used legal services and if they would in the future use legal services if if that was required. And it was a large number of trade union members who were involved in this study. So um, qualitatively and quantitatively, uh, a compelling uh, PC market research, we're told that you can extrapolate and rely upon it uh, fully given what was involved. It was a, a range of focus groups as how the market research took place, where it was a proper discussion around these matters. Uh, and what we found, is, as you've alluded to, was was frankly shocking. It's something that I think is a call to action to, to everyone in the trade union movement to try and respond to this. Because among other things, what we found was in relation to personal injury, 
over 50% of trade union members who had had accidents and who had claimed compensation for those accidents did not use the trade union legal service. Instead, they had used the no-win, no-fee fat cat lawyers who, of course, charged them 20% of their damages in legal fees. And, of course, it has to be remembered what damages for personal injury is there to do. It's to provide redress. It's to put the person as best as is possible into the position they would be if the accident had not happened. In other words, it's absolutely not there to line the pocket of fat cat lawyers. It's there for victims of accidents to receive fair and just compensation. So it's morally reprehensible that these firms take 20% of clients' damages, but it happens day in and day out. And when it, in the context of the POA and trade union members generally, it's completely unnecessary because the POA legal service is there and will guarantee those members 100% of their damages if they use that service. So POA members are, are frittering away unnecessarily large amounts of damages each year when if only they'd known about the service and they'd used it, that wouldn't happen. Why do you think that situation has come to pass, Patrick, in terms of people almost overlooking the trade union legal services and, and yet losing money by, by using high street, no win, no fee outfits? I suspect, I don't know, but I suspect there's, there's a few things at play. I think, firstly, we in the trade union movement don't do as well as we should in terms of promoting legal services. Uh, and we can do a lot better. And that's why podcasts like this uh, is great. I also think there's a bit of a reticence around promoting, pursuing personal claims that people think of that in the context of ambulance chasing or the compensation culture, that it, it all feels a bit murky and unnecessary. But if anyone falls for that line, and I use that language deliberately, because those two terms, ambulance chasing, the compensation culture, are the creation of the insurance industry. They were created by the insurance industry to shame people into not exercising their rights. And it's vital that we recognise that. If you're injured in circumstances that somebody else's fault, you have a right compensation. And if the trade union movement is about anything, it's about encouraging people to exercise their rights, not to discourage them, not to feel bad about people exercising their rights. And it's a sad fact that all too many of us have fallen for the spin in the lies of the insurance industry. And we don't encourage people to pursue their rights in that way. And we absolutely must do that. So I think that's an issue as well. And I also think, let's be honest about it, if, if these firms are taking 20% of people's damages, that's millions upon millions of pounds flowing into their back pockets each year that shouldn't flow into their pockets each year that they in turn use to, to flood the airwaves with advertising, with TV, with radio marketing. That means they're ever-present in our airwaves. I mean, some of these companies have marketing budgets that would put the gross domestic product of a small nation to shame. So it's completely understandable that people, when they're involved in an accident, think of these companies because they're ever-present in their airwaves. And that's why we in the trade union movement have to stand up and say, no, that's not where you go. You shouldn't give away 20% of your damages. 
You should exercise your right to compensation and you should do so through a trade union service, through a trade union law firm that will ensure that you keep 100% of your damages. The, the numbers are quite disturbing, really, in terms of the value that members are losing because it's because of the fees that are being charged, uh, well into six or even seven figures, I think. That, that's absolutely correct. So, uh, you know, as following on from the market research, we did some um, number crunching. Uh, and of course, we're able to extrapolate from the cases that we do represent and the damages that we do secure each year for POA members and trade union members generally. And we do a great job. Last year, we secured over £500,000 in damages for POA members. But of course, that's potentially only and likely to be only 50% of POA members who could have claimed damages. So when you extrapolate that out and when you take on board the market research, we calculate that every single year, in excess of £100,000 in damages for POA members that should be there to represent compensation for them goes into line the back pockets of these fat cat, no win, no fee lawyers. And when you look, and this is Scotland, by the way, so when you put that in the UK context, the figures are astronomical and eye-watering. And not, not that the 100,000 isn't that in any event. And in the Scottish context, when you look at the entire trade union movement, we calculate that that is at least three to four million pound every single year lining the pockets of these fat cat lawyers. That is frankly disturbing astonishing, immoral, disgusting. Wow. Wow. That, they are they are big numbers. I suppose that, that really takes us full circle, doesn't it, in, ter- in terms of you know, these services that are provided, members aren't aware of them or for, or for some other reason are, are hoodwinks, you could say, or their attention is distracted by the, the heavy-duty marketing. And, I, I, uh, I would and absolutely, say absolutely say hoodwinked. Absolutely say hoodwinked. But if, if we take it back down to the individ- an individual level, Never mind the money. If you're not a POA member, you are doubly exposed, I suppose, aren't you? Because you're going to end up with legal services for people who don't necessarily understand your circumstances and who aren't committed to giving you 100% of the compensation you might receive. Yeah, that, that, I completely agree with that 100%. It's 100% accurate. And of course, that, that's another challenge to the trade union movement, to the POA, to Thompson's and to everyone. And that is that Legal services and the significant benefits that trade union legal services provide should be at the absolute forefront of recruitment and retention of trade union members because it's a significant value uh, and it provides just as an important benefit and just as an important protection to people who are not in trade unions and who should be in trade unions. And it's important that we remember that and we use that as part of our armory or toolkit when we speak to non-trade union members and we encourage them to join trade unions as everyone should be a member of. I'm joined now by a POA Assistant General Secretary with Responsibility for Legal Services, Mick Pimlet. So uh, can we pick up on something that Patrick was talking about just now, which is it's all very well, uh, you know, he was he was urging and reminding POA members that actually Thompson's will probably offer them as good a deal as anywhere they're going to get on things like conveyancing and probate and stuff like that. But how would members approach Thompson or access Thompson's for that sort of stuff that's outside the agreement that the union has with, with the firm? Yeah, so basically Thompson's covered all our legal stuff uh, containing our legal aid handbook, for example, employment law, personal injury, death in custody and so on. But where stuff is not covered by our POA legal aid handbook, 
Members could contact Thompson's themselves, say, for example, if they have a conveyancing issue, contact Thompson's themselves via the Thompson's website, and Thompson's would then provide that service to our members at beneficial rates. Right. Okay. So that's clear. So, so the, the the key document is the, the the legal services handbook. If it's not contained in the handbook, then it's something that members need to pursue Thompson's independently on their own. And obviously, of course, there's an advantage in in doing that because Thompson's the POA work very closely together, uh, and there's every likelihood of a very competitive rate being offered for those services. Yes, that's correct. At the end of the day, if there's any confusion, members can always contact the legal departments at Crowland House, and we'll be able to offer the advice. Brilliant. That's great. Thanks very much for that. One important development that's taken place very recently is the LA100 form has actually gone online now. It's not just, it's it's moved away from being a paper-based only copy. What's the thinking behind that and what change, if any, will members see? With the development of our website and the new members area, it's given us the opportunity to make the application for legal advice or to submit a claim a more user-friendly experience. And actually, when we've moved to this to put it on the website, we've actually looked at our, old, our whole legal aid handbook, which is quite confusing, I think. We have an LA100 form, then that has to be accompanied by an employment law form, which could either cover unfair dismissal, discrimination, terms and conditions. We also have personal injury forms, self-inflicted death forms. Now, to me, it's all very confusing. They all have different numbers, LA100, LA190, LA790, LA570. It's very confusing. So what we've done is we've streamlined the whole process so that basically there's just one form now. And it's not going to have a serial number. It's just going to be an employment law form, an application for legal aid assistance. And then what will happen is staff will be able to fill that in online, send it straight to Cronin House without any issues, the staff will be able to access it online. They won't have to scan things and post stuff to the POA office. There's no need for them to contact Thompson's anymore. Basically, it's a more streamlined service, which will be dealt with and hopefully make the user experience better for our members. So this is a, this is a fairly new development. Presumably, you'll be keeping close tabs on it to make sure it works exactly in the way it's hoped. Yes, we will. And, and also, alongside these, this new form that's going to be introduced, the legal aid handbooks, currently we have one legal aid handbook for England and Wales, we have one for Scotland, and we have one for Northern Ireland. As a result of this new form, we're now just going to have one legal aid handbook for all jurisdictions. So again, making things less confusing for members. Brilliant. And now are any further changes planned to streamline the, the kind of member experience even more? I think regarding legal services, I think it'll be a continuous improvement, hopefully. And then as members point out things to us where they have difficulties or as we discover any things that maybe could be working a little bit better, we always attempt to continuously improve in the legal departments. The message is clear. Members can benefit from the POA's partnership with Thompson's in many more ways than are set out in the union's legal services handbook. To access those additional services, search for Thompson's and POA Union on any internet search engine for more information on those services. As ever, guidance is always available from Cronin House. Members should also start to see the benefit of the changes in legal services administration that Mick described to us. These are just two ways in which the POA is constantly striving to give the best service to members. So, If you haven't signed up, you really are missing out. 
talk to your local POA rep or visit poauk.org.uk for more information and how to join. My thanks to Patrick and Mick for taking part in this episode. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you have enjoyed what you heard and will join us for the next episode of the POA podcast. Thanks and goodbye.